0: Hey gang, welcome to the Inside Wag Nutrition Podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Chris. And before we start
1: today's episode, I just want to remind you all that as listeners of the podcast, uh, we provide the coupon code Wag to use at checkout to take $50 off any of our nutrition coaching levels, um, whether it be our standard um coaching for one-on-one coaching check-ins through seismic or our new ncp our nutrition coaching plus program that includes one video chat a month with your uh, coach as well uh so feel free to pop that code inside wag in checkout at workingagainstgravity.com join to take 50 dollars off your first membership and uh, what are we going to be talking about
0: today josh well today we are going to be talking to tara roberts who is a wag coach tara welcome to the show
2: Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here.
0: Yeah, we're excited to talk to you. I um, wanted to yep. kick things off right away and just ask you, where do you live, who do you share your space with, and how life is going right now? What's up?
2: Thanks. Uh, I live in Gilbert, Arizona, so it's right. we're just heading into our hot season of the year. It's about 100 degrees most days right now through now, through October-ish. So right now, it's 100 degrees? Yes, it is. Oh, yes. wow.
1: No thanks. <laughs> right? Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've been here for about 30 years or so. Um, oh, I am married to my husband, Ryan, and we have two kids that live with us. Um, our older kids, adult kids that are still living with us, which I'm enjoying and loving. Not ready for them to leave the space just yet. Oh, I know. So sweet. <laughs> That's very and sweet. Then That's, it, it is yeah, sweet. <laughs> it is. I know you're just, uh, have small children now and one on the way, but it's really fun to live with adult children too. Cool.
0: Um, and then to I have, to.
2: you do. You have many, many years. <laughs> 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 and then I have a boxer named Queenie. She's five years old. And then I've got two cats, um, Hurley and Sai, One is my son's cat that lives with us.
0: Gotcha. Right on. Early and Psy. Yeah. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you, I've, um, on uh, Instagram and, you know, other social media uh, outlets, uh, you and your husband uh, do a lot of uh, motorcycle trips. Is that right? We
2: do. Every year we do a long trip in the summer. So we pick a destination to go Last year we went to Yosemite and we hiked Half Dome, which was probably one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had hiking. It was just absolutely beautiful. Awesome. Um, Yeah, this year we're actually going to go to Sturgis for like the whole big motorcycle rally. Yeah. So we're going to, it's in August. South Dakota? I think South Dakota.
1: South Dakota? Okay. Yeah, it's not like Black Hills, South Dakota. Black Hills region, yeah. Gotcha.
2: So yeah, we try to do a wow. uh, one trip. We've got two other couples that we go with, so it's a lot of fun. I write and check everything out, <laughs> but it's a yeah. lot of fun.
0: That's very cool. I, I like I said, I, I remember. Nice. And so
1: you said this is your first time to Surgis, both of you.
2: Yeah, it is. We've done other trips. We've gone up to Yellowstone. Um, you know, through California, through. Colorado, those areas. So this will be offering out a little bit more east.
0: Right on. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah,
1: just traveling all over the place, getting all the great. It's states. really nice with air,
2: with Love air that. with Airbnbs now because you can kind of just you know stay at little places along the way, and it makes that type of traveling pretty easy yeah. and comfortable.
1: Yeah, the short short term stay yeah. type stuff options. Yeah. And the unique experience of a unique Airbnb, especially like desert type Airbnbs and Yeah. stuff like that. Oh, that would be cool as hell. Yeah. We
2: went, we stayed in one in Idaho and it just had like the most beautiful like patio and view, just stuff that I've never seen yeah. in my life. That was just amazing and like unexpected.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It gives you all the ideas for
2: what you're dreaming. <laughs> exactly. <about>. And <laughs> it's
1: cool it encapsulates one day. It gets right? us out
2: of the heat during the summer, which is our other big goal here. <laughs>
0: sure i man i cannot imagine yeah. having three months of just straight heat well that's uh, heat i mean like that. i see that's, your
2: snow i see your snow and i feel the same way like i don't even know how you guys walk outside of your house
0: <laughs> it's i every, I,
1: don't I don't know, know. it's ahead, such Chris. a yeah <laughs> good oh, i was gonna say i think it's like it, i think it's easier to warm up than it is to cool down to me you know what i mean so, like those super yeah. hot places in Arizona, like in Nevada, like the Hoover Dam is the hottest place I've ever been in my life. And you just, you're walking into a heavy wall of air the entire time because it's so dry at
2: this point. It same time, feels right? like you're, it's not like, like an oven. Yeah, no, it feels like you're <laughs> walking into an oven.
1: Wow. Yeah, you're in an air fryer. <laughs> so. You're just in an air fryer.
0: <laughs> Sizzling <laughs> on all sides. <laughs> Damn, yeah, uh, I, I think every year, there's at least one, at one point every year, we ask ourselves, like, what are we doing what are we doing mm-hmm. here same there's why there's are we here four, uh-huh. four feet of snow outside what are we doing i don't know yeah you could be mowing your lawn I know all you really lawn. could if you live somewhere <laughs> you else, really you know? could think about oh, the happiness every friday, every friday <laughs> for a year dude That'd Be
1: unbelievable
0: <laughs> new new heights of joy reached <laughs> oh yeah. boy so well, cool arizona yeah excellent excellent um so um yeah. let's let's get into like the health and fitness world a little bit here. How did you find uh well I, I was gonna say how did, how did you get up in touch with WAG and how did you like find WAG, but we'll go back a little bit further. Like before WAG, um were you into doing nutrition and uh, into exercising? Uh, I know you're a CrossFitter. No, you're a CrossFitter. Yep. Um so like so, before but, WAG, how'd that yeah,
2: so before that, um, I was a runner, so I started running one day. I just decided that I wanted to get in better shape, just like a lot of women do or people in general, I was just about to turn 30 and I felt like I needed to make a change in my life. My kids were like a little bit older, uh, to the point where I could leave the house for, to get in a quick run. And I think that's why I chose running. Cause there's no schedule. You could just put on your shoes whenever it's convenient. Yeah and get in a quick workout I like that. So I started running and just the kind of person I am, I'm like, I'm just gonna sign up for a half marathon. Like I've been running for a month, I, I got this. <laughs> so I signed up for a half marathon, and just <laughs> trained for like 12 weeks. And you know, it went okay. So I did a few of those locally, and then started incorporating them into our summer vacations. I would go run in San Diego and, um then it eventually increased to marathon distance. Um, but kind of what I noticed along the way was that I was kind of skinny fat, and I was, you know, fitter, but I still there was something that was missing mm. for me at that point. And I kind of missed the companionship of like, being with other people, yeah. a lot of time by yourself when you're running. And so that's when I Decided to start doing CrossFit. There was a local one in my area next to a restaurant that my husband and I would take the kids to eat. And I would see all these people in there working out. I was looking in the window and I'm like, I think I want to do that. And so I literally walked into a CrossFit and one day, no experience at all with any kind of lifting and just signed up and fell in love with it. Awesome. So I want to say I started that in 2013 so yeah it's been about 10 years I've been doing CrossFit and I signed up for my level one in 2015 and started coaching CrossFit at the local gym so coached in the evenings and then kind of morphed into taking on some of the new member roles and doing the onboarding experiences with new people which I thought was so important, you know, to set your new members up for success. That's
0: so important. Right at the gym. Incredibly important.
2: It really is.
1: So you were specifically assigned to the newbies to like help welcome them into the community, kind of do their, what? Three, yeah, three foundation classes.
2: So spending all the time with them doing that. At my own time learning in my own journey, right? I'm still somewhat new, but like I said, I kind of go all in when I go in. So just like running to, you know, going all in i kind of felt like that with crossfit i wanted to do more than just be an athlete in the gym i also wanted to coach cool. and then probably uh in 2016 2017 i realized that there was still something missing and that was the nutrition piece mm. and really trying to understand how to get stronger to get leaner because you know i'm run- i'm still running i'm doing crossfit um and you know, you can make a lot of physical progress that way, but there's still more that you can do both with fueling and aesthetically once you pair your nutrition. Totally. So I had heard yep. about working against gravity on a podcast. And so yeah. I Which one? um it was do I remember? do it was I wanna say Amy Everett's podcast. Oh. She had a D on. Okay. Mm. I'm pretty sure yep. that's what it was, that a D was on her podcast, something like that. Um, or maybe it was Brute Strengths. Somehow sure. I got connected mm-hmm. with that group. And so I pulled them up online and I emailed WAG. And I was like, hey, I want to... I want to be a coach. Like, literally, I don't even want to be a client. I just want to be a coach. I just want to, let, I, I totally want to help people. This is what I want to do. Oh, wow. At the time, That's right. I had a full time career in another industry. Um, and so I was still, you know, working full time coaching. And at that time, um, you had to be a client first. You probably still do today. Yeah. You had to be a client first. So I sign up and I get coached off. He's my first. Yeah, you're my coach. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yep. So
2: I'm going to say he taught me. He taught me all the ropes. He taught me the basics. And he helped me make a pretty quick transformation, you know, in my first three to six months with WAG. Along the way, I'm still working on. Um, doing the certification myself so that at some point I can start taking on my own clients. So yeah, yeah, I continued down that path and continue to um, make sure I kept connected with that kind of vet to help um, on the career side of things, still working with Josh and like loving everything that I'm learning and how I'm feeling in my workouts. Like it, was incredible to me how much of an impact that nutrition made on, um, cross, you know, my crossfit, my running, everything, the way that I looked at food. Cause I thought I was, you know, doing a pretty good job of eating healthy, but I probably wasn't eating near enough protein or eating enough throughout the day to really keep my body fueled for as much activity as I was doing.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's such an exciting time. <clears throat> When all those uh-huh. things start to align, the pieces come together, and then you just feel like this yeah. rocket ship that just can't be yeah. stopped. And it's such a motivating, uh, like, aspirational thing. And then you're just like, well, how do we just keep this yeah. going, right? Like, I-, I love the similarities in our path. Like, same thing. Started CrossFit, turning 30. Got to got to handle this now because I don't want to be trying to handle mm-hmm. it when I'm 50, right? Like, all those things. Podcast, WAG. Client coach, yeah. Oh, it's like I love, all these similarities <laughs> yeah. we're seeing, Josh life, in our in our yeah. coaches. It's it's kind of funny, life yeah.
2: changing. So, I think yeah. around 2018 is when I finally started coaching with WAG. Mm-hmm. So it took about about a year um, of completing the certification and just waiting for a substitute coach spot to open up. That's right. And hmm. yeah, so I just kept at it, kept learning as much as I could, Josh super good about sharing a lot of resources which was super helpful for yep reading up listening to podcasts like just taking in as much information as I could um, not only for myself but for at this point I was um, probably side coaching my friends and you know some folks at the Mm -hmm. CrossFit gym trying to put into practice what I was learning and you know when you get started you need that group of people that are going to trust you yes. and you know to practice on
0: yeah now yeah uh, i want to back so, up real quick um yeah you, during all of this like before you were um brought on uh, as a as a full time coach you were working um a totally separate totally just not even in your yeah uh, remotely related not in, yeah. to nutrition or Mm-mm. fitness or anything. What, what was that? I mean, if you can say, or if you if you
2: Yeah, no, I worked at the university of Phoenix. I was oh. a senior director, senior, yeah. Oh, wow. Senior director yeah. of finance. Oh, wow. And I was there for 14 years. Wow. Okay. Um, wow.
1: Yeah. Wow.
2: So <clears throat> totally not related yeah. to this very high yeah. stress, you know, long hours kind of situation In a way.
1: Going into yeah, the office, going into I the office.
2: Her. Um, you know, commuting almost an hour back and forth to work. And then I would either coach at like, I would coach the five, five 30, six 30 classes, change at the gym, drive to the office, work a full day, wow. drive back to the gym, work out. So it was wow. a lot. It was a lot at that point. But I kind of had this feeling that This was the direction that I wanted to go, and I just kind of needed to keep at it. Um, And so eventually, when a full-time coaching position opened up, I left that job and came on to WAG and also worked at the CrossFit gym. So I was managing managing and coaching at the gym, and then taking on my clients, coaching my clients at WAG. And then COVID, Yeah. yeah, then COVID hit. So the whole gym side of the world stopped for a while, Um, which wasn't necessarily a bad thing. I realized that um, I really wanted to even put more emphasis into the wagon coaching and kind of step back from um, the time at the gym, mostly because you probably know from owning an affiliate, like there's so much time, like I would be 13 hours a day kind of on call for the gym. You figure from your 5 a.m. to your 7 p.m., it was just kind of a lot. Like it was a lot of time to be available. So it actually ended up being a good thing for me. I took a step back from as much as I was doing there and focused more on WAG. And um, so it was a good, you know, definitely a good transition.
1: Yeah. Unexpected, but warranted shift and probably needed that you didn't realize. I didn't. I was just like,
2: I'm just going to work all these long hours and. Um, I didn't even, you know, prioritize the self-care and sleep and all the things that we talked to our clients about, those things were kind of off balance until COVID happened. And I was forced to make that change. Yeah. And now selfishly, I like having that, you know, downtime and getting all of the sleep and, um, kind of doing things around my schedule, which we're very fortunate that we have a lot of flexibility with our schedules here and we can fit. Mm-hmm. our lives around that. Yeah.
1: yeah. And that's one thing I always like to ask uh, our coaches too, is like, how was that transition from having a time and a place and a physical destination to be the hour commute both ways? Like, how did your world change? And like, how did you adapt to that transition? Like, did you find it hard having to make your own schedule work from home and like uh, allocating your time? Or did, was it just the freeing thing it's that you the needed freeing. to actually it was the
2: freeing thing that I needed because I always felt like I was wasting mm. so much time in the drive and then I would get to work and I was so just stressed out about the traffic and the commute. And today I wake up, my dog wakes me up. So I'm on her schedule. She wakes me up in the morning <laughs> or like five, five thirty. <laughs> I get my cup of coffee. I sit down and I start working and I, I like that. I like yeah. to I'm best yeah. in the morning. And yeah. so I really like being able to put my uh, effort in, in the morning and then I'll take a break mid morning. And I, we go out, she and I go out for a walk. So it's again, that time to clear my head, reset, prepare for, you know, a, working with more client check-ins in the rest of the morning into the afternoon. And then I pretty much done with my work day around two, three o'clock, yeah. which I like. Yeah.
1: Lovely. Yeah. You're at your best when you're like, you, you start your day, filling that cup, yeah. right? like kind of easing into the day. And then you're just, your mind is so much more alert and you're ready to help people. You're like, all right, yeah. let's, let's change some lives today. You know,
2: exactly. <laughs> That's how I feel. And I love that I can um, take a little bit of a break if I need it. Like if I need that mental break, I have the flexibility to go for a walk yeah. or, you know, do a little housework and then, Clear my head, come back and be at my best self. Totally. You know, I don't feel that pressure yeah. to have to just be in this grind of a work day and be at, you know, the liberty of having to do back to back meetings or all of those things that I was dealing with before. Yeah.
1: Huge. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a freeing place Definitely. to be. Definitely. <laughs> go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, next question, Tara. So, um, Obviously, you know, you've been at this for some time now, some years. So you may not have one particular accomplishment or moment. Uh, Maybe there's a few. But, you know, one thing we like to ask our our coaches is, uh, what's one of the proudest accomplishments as a WAG coach?
2: I think I can somewhat generalize because I've had quite a few clients that have made this. But clients that um, are actually impacted and they have a true transformation. And I don't just mean a physical transformation, but actually um, either changing the way they feel about their relationship with food or their body or learning how great they feel just by adding in exercise, um, you know, things that felt like they were so hard before that become part of their routine and they just didn't realize how much they needed it and how much that would impact them. You know, I've got a handful of clients I can say that have had these true transformations and are still doing, exhibiting the same habits today because they, because they want to and because they feel so good. Um, And, you know, at the time when they started, they, maybe they didn't even eat vegetables or they didn't drink water or they didn't get out and walk. And now they're doing all of those things. And they have, you know, the quality of life that they really wanted. I love, I just love seeing that. Yeah. Like,
1: it's
2: it's exciting when you work with someone that's already fit and you're helping them elevate maybe to their next level of their journey. But I really like the ones that were coming from really far out and kind of helping them uh, change their lives.
1: I agree. That's my favorite client to work with is just like... You know, the person is just trying to be better, show up better for their kids, be a better role model, inspire others around them, and then again, we, we always talk about, but the tendrils that follow, yeah, where they reach, it's it's and, endless, yeah. you know. And seeing, so positive, seeing rivers. them pay
2: it forward, like with their families, because mm-hmm. I talked to a lot yeah. of like moms and dads about how what they're doing today is really modeling the future for their children, because you know mm-hmm. maybe they grew up in a house not eating vegetables and they don't know how to cook with them and we kind of teach them that here and like they're literally changing their future for generations which I think is so cool
0: that is cool yeah that's yeah what what better way to like yeah what more impactful way could you yeah make a difference in someone's life it's just that's just yeah it's awesome that I mean that go ahead Chris sorry
1: Uh, Just a quick comment. Like, results are cool, but like the knowledge Mm -hmm. and the skill set to last you a lifetime, priceless. Right then and there, because it's exactly what you said. You taught them how to not stop the things that benefit them and they become no-brainers. Like, why wouldn't I do this thing?
2: Because I feel, yeah, I literally feel better. I can feel the difference in energy. I'm not crashing in the afternoon Mm -hmm. anymore. Um, And I realize like a lot of people think, um, that they don't have time to plan their meals, but really, you you're gonna plan your meal regardless of whether you're <laughs> intentional and do it ahead of That's time right. or you go through a drive-through. You're literally taking that time anyway, yeah. so why not be more proactive?
0: Mm. Yeah, Good time point. is time. I mean, time is time. Yeah, you
2: know. yeah.
0: And how you spend yeah. it matters. I read a yeah. I read a thing, and yeah, uh, I'm reading a book called Hyperfocus right now, and one of the lines that he uses repetitively is uh intention precedes attention intention precedes attention so it's like yeah like you said you have like the time you're gonna make a decision so yeah why don't we make that a good one how about that how about we just (laughs) slow things (laughs) down a little bit give it Mm -hmm. some thought and yeah make it count you know um
2: yeah, so I'm like, awesome. honestly, the queen of the simple meals, like I, oh, I, I don't get it. me wrong, I love recipes, but I'm so simple. And I'm like, I mm-hmm. promise you, I could make a meal in the time it takes you to get to the drive through, go home, you know, <laughs> eat your meal, like, I really could. Yeah. We can do that. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to take a lot of time. It can still be delicious. It's going to get the job done.
0: And it doesn't have to it be doesn't. complicated. No. Yeah, No. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's how I love to eat. Just make it so simple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, people, and there's you
2: know, totally times when I'll go all out, you know, on the weekends. If I have more time to cook and plan, like, I'll make something that's a little bit fancier. But during the week when we're all busy, like, I just want to feed my family and get something on the table that everybody can eat that is nutritious. Yeah.
0: That's it. And the thing is, yeah. I, I, like... Simple meals don't have to be just, like, these stale, boring things. Like, Mm-mm. you can – it's a very it's very easy to have that, those core groups, you know, like, you know, protein, carbs, and fats, which we all talk about a lot. But it's, like, all of a sudden, like, throwing just a little bit of spice or cooking the meats and vegetables on a grill or doing yeah. these, like, little things – all of a sudden it's like a totally different meal. You're like, Oh, like this is awesome. Hmm. And it's literally yeah. the same stuff I had last week, but it's just prepared. Yeah, different. But
2: prepared yeah. differently. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Yep. Same, but different. same, but different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah. kind of along the yeah. lines of uh, cooking and preparing meals, things like that. Is there one piece of advice that you find yourself giving clients a lot or something that maybe you really like to tell them like a piece of advice
2: I really think two things. One is to not overcomplicate, because I think that there's this thought that um, that planning or tracking has to be really complicated. Mm -hmm. So I try and help people um, remind them to keep it very simple, that we don't have to do anything complicated. And then secondly, I think I really like to uh help people remind them to have patience with themselves that you're also learning and so we don't expect you to learn a new skill overnight Mm -hmm. and so give yourself some grace if you stumble a little bit or if the week didn't go as you planned you know it doesn't mean that you have to just give up you know you would think about learning a new job or a new sport or a new hobby like all of those things take time and this is no different yeah well, said. so that's what I kind of try to um, repeat to a lot of my clients, because I know everybody wants to just be there already, you know, be yeah. there as fast as they can. And that just isn't <laughs> realistic for a lot of people or sustainable. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, sustainable, the sustainability. Yeah, for sure. That's hard. Yeah. 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 And oftentimes, clients aren't really particularly
1: worried about that up front they're just like i just need to get to this i need to get over mm-hmm. this hill first and then i could worry about that stuff later um but that's why everyone's yeah. different you know there's some people that get there quickly and then they can maintain it because they learned enough along the way and there's some people that get there quickly because they followed the rules if quote-unquote right. rules or guidelines right of strictness and got there quicker but then didn't learn anything in that rigid uh to really broaden their horizons and find super freedom.
2: unhappy about it like if <clears throat> I don't, yeah. I don't love it when clients tell me that they're not happy with what they're eating. And so, you know, no. I do, yeah. let's not do that. Cause that's not going to help us be, it's not going to help us create sustainability if you're not happy with what you're eating. Yeah, But, you know, yeah. I find with people, most of the time, there's just like one big rock that we have to move out of the way. And so if we can just figure out this one thing to start doing or to stop doing, you know, it kind of opens the floodgates for yeah progress.
0: Yep. That's it. Yep. Yep, Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
1: All right. So here's kind of a different question for you, Tara. Uh, what's something most people may not know about you? Do you have a uh, secret hidden talent? (laughs) Do you have done something crazy, extraordinary that no one's heard of? Like, yeah,
2: not really. I don't, I feel like I'm a pretty open book. (laughs) I live kind of like a boring life, but like I said, I think that the the big hike that we did, it was, um, it ended up being a 17-mile hike in Half Dome. Unfortunately, we couldn't – I don't know how much you know about it, but there's like a whole cable situation at the end, which uh, I, um, I, I would have been too scared. It's You're literally climbing up a rock with cables and um, –
1: you're clipped in, right? Like, Mm -hmm. with little notches, safe points. Yeah. Um, Save points along the way, like a video. video. (laughs)
2: Um, (laughs) I think I would have been too scared. I I was too scared. But we unfortunately, we couldn't do it. Because it was like rain was coming. And they don't, you know, they're concerned about it, but you still go (laughs) up, you know, it was eight, eight miles, you know, up, and then you're at this beautiful, beautiful, like, top of the world in Yosemite. And then Um, you come back down. So that's probably one of like the coolest things that I've ever done. Um, Other than that, like, not really a lot, like we talked about, I've run marathons, I've done local CrossFit competitions, you know, all of those fun things that I think were like things that meant a lot, Mm -hmm. and big achievements that I did in my 30s. And now I kind of am just happy with maintaining my level of fitness and really focusing on my health, like my goals have kind of shifted. Mm -hmm. And I'm not nearly as competitive as I used to be, but I'm okay with that. Like I'm happy just hitting up the gym, getting in my best hour of my day, walking my dog, you know, like the basic stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, that hike is such a perfect analogy for the journey that you went through too, right? Like you were willing to push past the uncomfortable parts, the scary parts, and then the payoff at the top was monumental in the sense that you like all the hard work was worth it. And what you learned along the way, what you experienced and added into your repertoire created the Tara today, who is now just merely focused on maintaining what was hard at first, which has now become incredibly easy. Like everything you do is probably a no brainer because you just wake up and you execute.
2: Right. I don't have to think about it. Done is
1: done. Yep. And what a, what a liberating, what a freeing place to be. And that's, that's what we hope for all of our clients, you know? Like we've done our job. If a client can express half of that back to us, absolutely, (laughs) right? Half of that joy, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So
0: I mean, we're kind of getting to the end of the of our uh, questions and things here, Tara. So uh, the the last thing that we like to ask folks is, what is one? This is maybe similar to the one I just asked not too long ago, but I'll ask anyways. (laughs) What's one piece of parting advice that you could give? someone listening to this that is maybe on the fence about starting their nutrition journey, or they're just not quite sure which way to go. Like, what's, what's something that you would tell your mom and dad, your brother or sister? Like, what, what would you say to someone who's just, so
2: I'm so, yes, I'm so glad you bring it up. Cause I do talk to, well, my family about this. <laughs> I'm actually really proud. All of my sisters, I have four sisters oh, wow. and they're all, um, working out and eating healthy like i think i've been an influence to them over the sure. years which is really cool to see because they have young children and they're they get to the gym at 4:45 a.m not wake up they get to the gym wow. at 4:45, which is like that's so much discipline but <laughs> what i say to people is why would you not want to feel the best that you can like what we're doing here isn't about being restrictive what we're doing here is helping you live the best life that you can, to feel the best that you can each and every day when you wake up, to feel in control of your nutrition again and, like, your, out, your health outcome. Like, that's what this is about to me. It's less about dieting and rules and structure and more about, you know, creating a lifestyle that's going to make you feel your best. So why, why would you not want to do that?
0: Well, yeah. said. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> wow. Love that. Yeah, Love that, that was, Tara. That awesome. I mean, it's like,
1: yeah. Yeah, I think you got your uh, your yeah, opening intro, so. right there I'd say so. That was, that was awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well said. Well, I mean, that's a, that's a great way. I mean, you can't can't end podcast any better any better than that that. (laughs) Uh, so i'll just say tara thank you so much for coming on today and sharing so much great information and wisdom um yeah it was awesome to have you on thank you so much
2: yes thanks for having me guys it's been a pleasure awesome
0: well gang that's it for uh this week's episode so please uh check us out at working against gravity.com backslash join you can work with tara myself or Chris or any of the other wonderful coaches that we have on staff at Working Against Gravity. And don't forget the code. Um, Chris, what is it? One more time. Uh, Inside WAG. There you go. Lowercase, capitalized, don't matter. Inside WAG. At checkout. Gang, get $50 off of your first month. It's worth it. It'll be great. So, so So, worth it. thank, Thank you all again for listening and we'll see you next time.
2: If you don't wanna hear
1: you go